and Spider-Man. So, Spider-Man. <laughs> this is a story I wanted to tell you guys because it's pretty fantastic. And okay. It involves our friend Emilio, friend of the show Emilio, okay. who show. will be joining us for the impression game. Mm-hmm. So, I was talking to Emilio tonight. Mm-hmm. We were discussing concerts because I don't remember how it came up, but uh, we were discussing concerts and he discussed the worst one he's ever been to, which was a Creed concert in 2002, back when Scott Stapp was a raging drunk on stage. <laughs> and we're talking about it and he goes, yeah, it was terrible. I got, like, I got free box seats from a friend of mine. It was my birthday present and we went. We didn't have to pay for it, but it was awful. And the, the opening band was terrible. I was like, oh, well, who's the opening band? I think it was Mars Volta or 30 Seconds. I don't remember who it was. I said, Emilio, you need to look that up right now. I need, I need this information because you need this information. And so we both spent about five minutes looking it up, and it's 30 Seconds to Mars. I go, Emilio, you know what band that is, right? He goes, what? No. What, what band is that? Like, that is Jared Leto's band. What? That's right. You saw Morbius perform. He goes, God damn it. Now it is the worst concert I've ever been to in my life. It is retroactively worse. Look, it's like, retroactively better. But I was like, it's Morbin time. I mean, it's Morbin time for the first time. Batter up. Be more before it was Already cool knocked one out of the park there, bud. Years before he created an island where he s- convinces people to pay him money to meet him. Yeah, meet with his penis. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How many people do you think, gross. like, if you were to give just the average person just infinite amounts of, like, charisma and money, do you, how many people do you think would actually start a cult like him? Probably mm, a lot. Honestly, yeah. I think it's it's a lower percentage than we think. Just because if you give the average person that level of charisma and money, then it's still going to average out to the number of crazy people there are. Because the ones who end up with the cults anyway already had that mindset. And that's what led them to mm. get that level of fame or success or whatever. I see. That sociopathic drive. Mm. So if you give a normal asshole a shitload of money and everybody loves him, yeah, they'll probably go a little crazy, but I don't think they'll go cult crazy. So I that's where you're wrong, Jim. The second you get to $100 million, bam, cult. <laughs> I need somebody to give me a lot of money so I can pay off debts. <laughs> I mean, if anyone listening out there has a shitload of money and they wants to give it to us to try. <laughs> yeah, it's called yeah, science. We'll start yeah. a cult of cage yeah. right now. Hey, we look, already listen, have half the dogma. There are six people in this room. Just put a bunch of money and see who starts to... <laughs> The finger, the rat poison, and the Kool-Aid. I mean, Look, we have the puppet cage right here. I don't mind being a yeah, disciple. I already have the outfit, so you know there's that. <laughs> I mean, we can do it for science. Yes, I've always yes. wanted to be involved for in a cult. But <laughs> we were. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go there. We were in a that's Southern Baptist a, church. <laughs> it's, it's not a Christian school. <laughs> uh, but anyways. What, cults? What? What? <laughs> hey, we're talking about cults again? Mm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Caging Greatness, the show where, you know, you know, it's just a show. You should know the drill by now. Seriously, come on. But, Jimmy, every episode is someone's first episode. I don't know if that's true. It has to be. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers don't lie. Like, I mean, I'm sure there are episodes that are more likely to, like, the Dragon Con episode was a bunch of people's first episode. Our viewership has been way up since then. Wow. You're welcome. Shout out to Tappahannock. <laughs> <laughs> How about our man on the floor? Hey. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. I was blackout. Hard-hitting street reporting that we need. <laughs> that was, it was an experience. It was fun because, you know, out of doing Dragon for 16 years and then suddenly changing it up to start interviewing people was, uh, was different. It worked out really well. It was a good show. I didn't enjoy editing it, but it was a good show. Yeah, yeah. I guess I was uploading things on the oh, fly. Oh, it must be yeah. so hard to edit an episode, huh? It was terrible. I don't <laughs> want to do that again for a long time. <laughs> Poor baby. 
Anyway, welcome to Cajun Greatness. Today is a special Uncaged episode. We've been talking about this for weeks because we are super duper excited. And Cannon, I want you to tell the people what we watched. We went to the Wild Wild West. We went to the Wild Wild West. We went to the Wild Wild West. Oh, fuck yes, we did. We go in straight to the Wild Wild West. We to the Wild Wild West. I love that song to this day. It's a great song. It was like, it like chopped the billboards. Like for a while. I mean, technically, it was already a song, but you know, it, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> and that's just one of the many oh, classic no. songs on the, the Wild Wild West soundtrack. You got the album. The, the actual, actual <laughs> period uh, Wild Wild West uh, inspired by the motion picture that, soundtrack. That is right. a well worn CD, sir. I'm pretty sure I had that on cassette. <laughs> I'm Ooh, not going to lie. Wow. Does it have Balamos on it by Enrique Iglesias? you goddamn right it does. <laughs> <laughs> I did have that <laughs> number two on the Balamos. track list. Like, Let the rhythm take you over, Balamos. Oh I fucking try to sue me. genuinely love Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> Enrique Iglesias is great. Yeah. Uh, so we watched Wild Wild West starring Will Smith. Uh, who slaps several people, mm-hmm. and Kevin Klein, who gets slapped several times, <laughs> and Salma Hayek, who is there, and Kenneth Branagh, who is an Oscar-winning Shakespearean actor and director. So, and uh, he, he really pulled the badge in this one, didn't he? Look, he was the star of this movie, okay? That over-the-top absurdity is still my favorite part of anything in this film. Let's not leave Ted Levine out. He Let's was very good. So, uh... We're going to do the thing we always do. We're going to go around in a circle, and we're going to give our scores and our just very brief reviews of Wild Wild West, and then we're going to chaotically discuss whatever pops into our head about the movie or life in general. You know, you know the drill. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to shake it up and watch it fizz. <laughs> so we will start with Ken Logan, who this is his first time seeing I was a Wild Wild West virgin. Oh. oh. This is my first time, guys, Off so please, wild be, wild cherry. please be gentle. Oh, uh, no, I honestly, yeah, I've I've heard about this movie. It's kind of impossible not to hear about this movie if you're even remotely aware of pop culture in the last twenty to thirty years. Um, you know, I was always, you know, it's like, oh, it's the movie that Will Smith gave up to not do the Matrix or whatever. But honestly, I don't think it was that bad of a decision. It was goofy as fuck. It was just ridiculous all over the top. But it was just like a fun buddy comedy set in the West with like mildly Nazi slash Confederate linkages symbology. I don't know. I thought that was really interesting. Um, <laughs> I thought that that was cool. I had alternate history kind of deal. <laughs> Man, but you know, uh, I thought that Nazi symbology was pretty cool. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, I'm just talking about the whole alternate history perspective of it. It's like kind of Wolfenstein, except not in a way. Yeah. It's the way that I perceived it. But you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, against my best judgment. I'm gonna give it a solid three and a half out of five. I really enjoyed it. Nice, nice, nice. Jojo. Honestly, I'm sitting about where Ken's sitting right now. I, uh, I, I know that, like this movie like bombed and people hate the shit out of it so for some much. reason. Yeah. But it was a hundred million dollar bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it, it's for what it is. It's fun. Is it great? No, I think it's overhated. I'm sitting at a three. Nice, nice. nice. Can. 
Oh, I own this sucker on VHS. Again, had the soundtrack on cassette tape. <laughs> um, wore it out when I was a kid. I don't think I've seen this movie since I was a kid. That being said, <laughs> y'all, this movie's a fucking blast. <laughs> what? <laughs> this movie, it's like, a lot of fun. I know it's fun to shit on this movie and whatnot, and we'll get into those stories later, but oh my God. This, <laughs> I legitimately had a good time watching this movie. Uh, I needed to have a good time watching this movie. Uh, I, too, three and a half stars. Nice. I, I had a good time. Pat? Um, probably the first time I've seen it since I was a kid, like uh, Cannon there. Uh, to put it in the most succinct, the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> because what else could... Could you use to describe a movie where <laughs> Will Smith <laughs> and Kenneth Branagh are playing like a this witty repartee tit for tat, where they're making like like disability jokes and like racist jokes, just like loaded with puns, just back and forth, and just like. And hi, there's a giant mechanical super spider. <laughs> the bastard did it. He finally put the fucking spider in a movie. <laughs> Which, like, in, you know what? I'm glad this movie exists because when <laughs> when else would you see a fucking lav- like lavishly produced movie <laughs> and it culminates with a giant mechanical spider? It's three stars. It's a fucking hate. Jeremy? So, a uh, fun fact for you guys to think about. This would probably be some people's, like, first experience with, like, steampunk. So, it's like, <laughs> you know, it probably helped shoot, like, steampunk in the arm for, like, many of folks. I am probably with you guys. It's been since, uh, yeah, since it came out. I, I remember seeing it on the HBO Saturday Night Movie. <laughs> and uh, But I also, like, like, my morning routine of, like, when I would go to school back in the day, it was, like, cut on, like... MTV or VH1 when they would just play nothing but music videos in the mornings and that song came on like every morning and not to mention it was on the radio all the time that and uh, getting jiggy with it are you sure <laughs> but it is uh, the movie's still like over the top and very funny and I, I always enjoy like the hilarious buddy cop dynamic in this movie those two crack me up just how much they sort of despise slash love each other um and all the gadgets i was it was like i think i was like they were saying they, they wanted to do originally when the show came out it was going to be like what if james bond but in the west and i'm like i can see that so uh, i'd give it a four i still have so much fun watching this movie nice and the visual effects are just hella awesome to see so uh, like most of you it's been a while since i've watched it it was probably I'm fucking, I'm joking. It's been a year. I saw it last year. <laughs> I watched this pretty regularly. I love this movie. This is one of my favorite movies. This is a terrible, terrible, great film. This is a solid four and a half stars for me. I have adored this movie for years. It's, it's so dumb. It's so fucking dumb. And I love everything about it. That's all. That's my it's review. Good. That's yeah. a great review. Good night, babs. It's so fucking dumb. There's a giant spider. And oh, yeah exploding billiard balls and a train that has levers and pulleys and spring-loaded traps and Salma Hayek's bare ass. And it's, I love this movie. There, there's so many points across this movie where just like, oh, this is just live-action Looney Tunes. Yeah. I mean, I still don't understand the point of the fact that the pool table goes upside down. 
and it just lets him hang there. And there's a chair that does it too. Like they can like catch his ass while he's in mid backflip. Yeah. Like flip it over. Yeah. <coughs> so much weird shit about that train. It's just like let's just put all the gadgets and wizardry into one tiny box car, and then also there's like it's borderline cowboy men in black too because like press a button windows and levers shoot up off and i was like all these little fancy guns like sitting in their holsters on the the back behind this oh bar God. they it's even the, had their secret agent numbers at the end it's like agent j and agent k except yeah. it's a secret, it's service cowboy one and secret service two and that, yeah. that train is literally the bat cave and the batmobile at the same time it's incredible i it, still think we would have been better off if this had gotten a sequel instead of men in black i think this is ripe for a reboot for a tv series because i i didn't uh, like men in black Two Hot take. or three. I liked three, but oh, I didn't like three. I like Brolin in three. However, I, I didn't hate two. I still haven't seen International yet. It's been so I mean, long I since I've seen two. Science, but it's mm. not. You would have rather had a Wild Wild West two than a Men in Black two. Really? I think it would have been more fun. Like, hey, don't get me wrong. I would have liked to seen this again. Don't get me I, wrong. I love Men in Black one. Yeah, I didn't much care for two. I thought it was. I thought they shot themselves in the foot by two having, is the one with the spoilers by having <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones retire at the end of one. Yeah. 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 Uh, that was, that was not smart. Of I them. see that one. So I thought a lot of number two was built around trying to like, Oh, how do we get him back? Uh, memory, blah, blah, blah. Secret <laughs> alien daughter, blah, 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 blah. And it just it didn't hit as the same. They should have just been smarter back then. It's like, all right, the sequel. We're going to go back to the fifties uh, and get K from it, and then you just got Josh Brolin. Then, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, let's go. The secret is always, no matter what your movie is, have a back door for a sequel. I was going to say, just always put Josh Brolin in it. So, I mean, you know, that is pretty good. That, that, where, that works. Except uh, Jonah Hex. Well, I, I I think I blocked that one out. <laughs> Jonah Hex with Megan Fox. What? I, oh. No, no, it's it's just a I blank spot right Classic here. DC character. Yeah, adapted well, into a western. Wait, he was in a Batman the animated series episode. Yes, yes, he was. And then they made a movie. No, <laughs> oh, no, that was yeah. just a fan film. Yeah, it's just like that fourth Indiana Jones movie. It was a fan Jonah film. Jonah Hex the movie. No, nah, it's got to be a fan movie. Mm-hmm. Nah. Mm. Still no, I still haven't seen that one. <laughs> oh, that one's terrible. Oh yeah, I've heard. <clears throat> Though I'd rather watch that than the Lone Ranger one with Johnny Depp and <laughs> actual cannibal Army Hammer. Actual cannibal army. A legend. <laughs> Could you imagine if they just made that the plot point of that movie? Well, the Lone Ranger was a cannibal? Yeah. That would have been very interesting and also terrible. <laughs> yeah. They're like dark Lone Rangers. Like, he saves you and then eats you. You remember he was almost there. Batman? Yeah. Oh. And that George Miller Justice League that got destroyed by the Rider Strike, thank God? Hmm. So Wild Wild West. (laughs) I was wondering when we'd get back to it. (laughs) Oh, don't worry. We're in record time tonight. Trust me. (laughs) Uh, So if you haven't seen Wild Wild West, why are you listening to this? (laughs) Go watch the movie. It's like an hour and a half. It's great. Uh, It's on Hulu. So uh, we didn't watch it on Hulu. I was about to say, say, we watched it on Amazon. I might have already owned it on (laughs) Amazon. Mm. (laughs) Do you have like a poster too, like just at home? No, I wish I did. That'd be a great poster. Did this movie get remastered at a certain point? I I think it's on a Blu-ray. Honestly, the CG held up really well for what it was. I I agree. A lot of money into this movie. It was Industrial Light and Magic that they got to come in and help them with that one. Oh, Uh, that explains it. That's why it was such a failure because it made so little compared to the ridiculous budget. Yeah. I mean, like, just those, like, giant, like, spider shots alone, like, this was, like, a lot of CGI in, like, well, you know, not daytime, but, like, in a daytime setting. 
and it looked good. It looked for really as solid. old as this movie is. It Came looked yeah. ninety nine. Yeah, and it, oh, sorry. Which what they should do is do all the CGI and then make it really, really fucking dark, so all your fans are furious because they can't <laughs> see a goddamn thing. House of the Dragon. Uh, <laughs> I refuse. The any of the I'm shots. Watching that fucking. I refuse. I've been hurt before. Damn it! I'm not doing it again. They any of the shots. They're not bringing not me back. But me this story's time. already done. What? I don't care. Oh. So, while what's the basic plot? <laughs> is uh, Will Smith is a U.S. Army agent who is Will Smith. It's just Will Smith. Come on, let's be real. I mean, are we complaining that it's just Will Smith? <laughs> no, no, this is prime it's, Will Smith. Much like it's late 90s Will Smith. Like, this is Will Smith in an era where he could have slapped Chris Rock on stage and nothing would have happened. Uh, so, Will Smith, uh, U.S. Army trying to hunt down a former general of the Confederacy who killed a, uh, a freed slave town. And so Will Smith is sore about it because his family was there. And he runs into Artemis Gordon, who is Kevin Klein, who was great in the movie In and Out, also featuring Tom Selleck. Um, <clears throat> and they're both trying to track, track down General Bloodbath McGrath and a bunch of scientists that are missing who were later revealed to have built a giant spider. <laughs> and a train and so and a, and a train. with legs they're paired up by President Ulysses S. Grant played by Kevin Klein, who was great in in and out also starring Tom Selleck <laughs> and they get their fancy train with all the weird gadgets and doodads and whistles and jingles and thingamabobs and they go after General McGrath which runs them into Dr. Arliss Loveless played by Oscar winner Kenneth Branagh who is also half a man he's cut off at the waist in a steam powered wheelchair and got the craziest facial hair since Mad Max. Steampunk Darth Maul. That is not inaccurate. It probably inspired that dude from um, fucking Hunger Games. Could have. So he turns out to be the one responsible. And so Jim West and Artemis Gordon have to track him down while he's also trying to kidnap the president so he can get the president to surrender all of America to the Mexicans, the British, the French, and the Native Americans. And also to him. And his flag is a giant spider in front of a confederate <laughs> flag. And he has his own city and a giant spider. And then they win. And that's the movie. That's like the plot. The plot is sort of all over the fucking place. And Selma Hayek's there. Selma Hayek is yes. also there. She is, she is just there. She's, try, she's trying to save her father slash husband. Like, if she... <laughs> don't isolate that audio. <laughs> I don't think there's a slash. I know. It's a medium. Means her, her, father, her husband <laughs> is not her father. It, she was pretending that her husband, a kidnapped scientist, was her father to... Elicit more sympathy in order to get people to take her along for plot reasons. I don't think it was sympathy. I think it was she wanted them to think she was available because they wanted to fuck her. Right. She was kind of weaponizing her uh, her beauty the entire movie. Which, and it turns uh, out it was her, her father slash husband, and the script writer for this was George R. R. Martin. Or also um, the what writers for Back to the Future. Yes. Easy, better program. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it just like never explained oh. the dude's fascination with spiders, like at all. Well, it's because it wasn't his fascination. That was never well. I, that I was mean, never part of the character. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm aware like of the. Well, the I'm d- saying it for the audience. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Because this ties into another thing that we watched: mm-hmm. the death of Superman lives, <laughs> where professional insane person John Peters was interviewed. Kevin Smith has told the story several times. But basically, 
John Peters wanted a giant ass spider in the Tim Burton Nicholas Cage Superman film. And then that fell through. Mm-hmm. But by God, John Peters is getting his motherfucking spider. He, is. he did. And here it is. <laughs> he did. It's a good looking spider. I will say, I will give great. him that. It was yeah, a like, good looking spider. It's from a movie from ninety nine, surprisingly holds up really well. In yeah. terms of visual effects. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of uh gags and humor that that's probably pushing a line <laughs> of decency yeah. back in the 90s. Yeah, there yeah. There, yeah. there are several chunks that probably... Yeah. You know, it's not... I mean, it's not all perfect. I did give it a three and a half. Yeah. Not a perfect <laughs> five, Pat. Jesus Christ. Like, some of those gags and lines and situations probably wouldn't fly as well today, but I will say... It wasn't quite as bad as I was expecting it to be. It could have been worse. Yeah, it, it yeah. wasn't it could have been bad, way worse. It's, it's not good. It's not the pest. <laughs> yes, <laughs> few things are. Yeah, but that that is like in like the bedrock of hell. That's the bar. That's where it's at. But we are going to have to go see another John Leguizamo movie soon. Yeah. It also stars... You're excited for yeah. it. I, fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> I didn't know immediately what you're talking about. Fucking yeah. Violet Night? Yeah. Oh, yeah, bud. I'm there. Is, Open tonight. Violet Night. Let's go. Is that a feature Christmas edition of Uncaged? Stay I think, tuned. I think yeah. that's what we should do. <laughs> December 2nd is when the movie opens, and I'm going to be there. I will put it in my oh. calendar now. That looks It looks incredible. Yes. It does. I have no I'm idea. What's going on. When we're okay. done, watch that yeah. fucking trailer but, immediately. Uh, basically, uh, it is David Harbour as Santa. Huh? Who's trying to rescue a family who's been kidnapped by a bunch of thugs, goons, and possibly terrorists led by John Leguizamo? <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. You got me. You got me. And so, this is in theaters? Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, oh, December yeah. 2nd. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, somebody talk about your favorite part of the movie while I look up this poster to show Ken. Oh, All right. Uh, I'll, I'll lead us off. Um, the, the one thing I'm just consistently impressed by, despite all some of the the questionable comedy and maybe the, the failing of the plot, like, they put so much money into the production of this movie. Like, yeah. every set is, like, solid and practical and just, like, lavishly detailed. Like, you can understand, you know, they put a lot of money into it, and like I kind of just wanted to stop and just sort of look at everything because like it's very like you know the eighteen hundreds and like wild west towns. It's just like this is a really pretty movie to look at. Like the yeah. sets are immaculate. Yeah, yeah. there was uh-huh. one set that threw me off though, and that's uh, the the railroad scene with Ulysses S. Grant trying to drive the spike in as Lovelace <laughs> shows up in the giant spider. Because it zooms out what I felt was like way too fucking far. Because it's just a little sparse area of Utah with a railroad and like one little bit of, of scaffolding with people on it. And then there's just a whole bunch of fucking nothing. I get that it's Utah, but it just it stood out weirdly in this movie. Uh, the, the thing that stood out more about that scene is there, there's a giant fucking spider crawling across <laughs> the horizon line and no one noticed it. I was going to say the like weird... Until it was like, what, maybe a hundred yards away? Yeah. At no point does anybody just scream and just go full-on giant monster movie mode. Like, And also, while we're on that scene, even as a kid watching it, now I know like that shiny spike was supposed to you know, be important to like like, you know, joining that railroad and whatnot. Yeah. But, man, I would have, like, put, like, use an actual one and put that one, like, on a shelf because it was very pretty. Yeah. And it, it was, in, it was like, engraved and nice 
and they're just like, no, nah, we're going to put it in the dirt. It was yeah. a transcontinental railroad. I mean, and it's a very big deal. Th- they love the pomp and circumstance, but didn't realize that like the symbolic nature that that might be a historical piece. Let's have two. <laughs> there was a. I remember like when this movie came out that there. I watched some behind the scenes video on this as like a kid, but I remember. So like the, I know the legs. Anytime the legs were shown on the screens, those were like actual props. Uh, and the scene where he's sitting there and he like leans down and has like the back and forth with the president, that was like they were those actors were like on a crane leaned over on a green screen to talk to other actors and then they just CGI'd in the the rest of the giant mecha spider thing. It's really impressive. So it's honestly. like. Yeah, no wonder this is still the most expensive movie that Warner Brothers has ever made. How much was this movie to make? Uh, Wasn't it like 116 uh, million or some shit? Like what that? is it adjusted for inflation? Uh, 170 million. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, way 170 million and 99. So that's probably what, like 400 million today. Uh, I think according to this adjusted for inflation, it was 241 million. For yeah. reference, how much did it cost to make the fucking first Matrix movie? Mm. Good lord! Uh, I somehow feel like that was cheaper. Think. Yeah. Probably so. Like that was like, extensively more CG. It was like the same I year. Say more, but and same studio. The Matrix stable. cost $63 million. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> I was right? It also made uh, twice as much as Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah. Damn, Will. So what did Wild Wild West make? $222.1 million. Yeah. Worldwide. Total. Ooh. They yeah. make that much. It, it did better overseas <laughs> than it did in the states. Have people talked? I mean, I'm sure people have. I'm sure there's probably video essays on this, but why did it fail? Um, Does anyone know what came out that? Oh yeah, the, 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 the Matrix. Is, I've got it in the notes. Was it the Matrix? Well, so, the same that time? was definitely. A big yeah, I know it was around about yeah, that yeah. time. So the same weekend, uh, this was the, a uh, South Park bigger, longer, and uncut came out. Oh, there you out. go. Okay. And the reports, there, there are reports running around saying that like people were. Buy because so South Park was rated R that like people were going to buy tickets to Wild Wild West and then going to see South Park. That sounds like something I would have done. <laughs> it also got overwhelmingly negative reviews. Yeah. Why? It has like a sixteen percent on. Rotten why Tomatoes. do people hate this movie so much? The, uh, I, well, I can tell you why Roger Ebert hated it. Yeah, Uh-oh. tell me why. why tell me <laughs> why Ebert hates this. And I quote: "Wild Wild West is a comedy dead zone. You stare in disbelief as scenes flop and die." The movie is all concept and no content. The elaborate special effects are like watching money burn on the screen. <laughs> uh, wow. I, yeah. What? Wow. So Man. He gave it one star out of four. I don't Do you, think. I, I'm just saying, Mr. Ebert, I know you're in the grave. <laughs> It ain't that deep, man. It ain't that deep. It's six feet deep, though. Do you think that, do you think that <laughs> and time I'm has it's <laughs> aged better than it was when it released? Yeah, you know, no, I, yeah. Like given given the context of what's released, like you don't really have a bunch of goofy buddy cop dumb action movie kind of things going on anymore. And in the '90s and the '80s, they were very prevalent. Now, as everything's kind of like realistic and gritty for the most part there's not a whole lot of real comedy i wonder if like it's kind of like a brush of fret there but at the time it was kind of like just more of the same but worse well you also have to think it just came out after, uh, on the heels of like it's like will smith would have done uh men in black yeah uh and you had like bad boys oh, so yeah. like he had like a run right, right. there yeah of, like, i guess doing i these, can like, understand why people would be a little sick of that and i think this was right before he started turning into like the more like serious stuff because then you had like uh uh, the pursuit of happiness. 
and seven. Well, that was like early seven pounds, pounds, right? right? Yeah, there was also more drama like Hancock. Wait, Jim, it was on. <laughs> Jim, it was on the box office game the other day. What was the one with him and Gene Hackman? Uh, Enemy Within. Yeah, that one. Oh. He, that one was oh, right. Enemy of the State. State. Enemy of State. Thank you. So, and Enemy then you have. Was that Lou Gossett Jr. movie? Then he like. He, you know, skyrocketed into all the science fiction films he started doing, like, because he had, like, iRobot. So, like, this was that time period where, like, Will Smith was, like, having fun making movies. Yeah. And then he, you know. Also, let me tell you some of the movies that were in the theater this same month that would have completely cannibalized every dollar that it possibly could have made. We have Disney's Tarzan. Oh, Ooh. no. Bill Collins. Movie twice. Movie. Big Daddy. Okay. Oh, okay. Austin Powers 2. Yeah. yeah. And South Park, the movie. Yeah. Damn, yeah. that's a lot and of overlapping audience. Well, well and, and was when did this come out? June of 1999. Okay, so Phantom Menace was probably still in theaters too. Probably. probably. I know probably. the the big the big fuck up was Warner Brothers put all their marketing into this, and then two months later, the Iron Giant came out. Uh, and the Matrix had released two months before. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And The Mummy had released a month before. That's a lot oh, of God. really good movies in a short span of time. And Blair Witch was like two weeks after. Yo, that book might be right. 99 was like the best year for movies. Oh, my God. American Pie was the week after, too. Jesus. I yeah. mean, I, I I don't know how well the movie would have done even outside of like this being buried at the box office by all these other films. But like, I don't know. I feel like maybe in a, in a, like a lower stakes season it might have done at if, least a little if better if they put it in dump month it'd probably been fine yeah if that had been a uh, hell if they had waited till september it would have been a massive release yeah if they had put it in march it would have still had to fight baby geniuses so baby geniuses is 1999 yeah that is the thing me and shim have learned playing the box office game is you see like march or like april or february or something like that it's like oh it's dump month yeah, February is always bad. Yeah. September is usually pretty bad. Yeah, that's other dump month. Yeah. January is usually leftovers from Christmas. Or people, yeah, no, yeah, January's, and then you get that weird, like, November time where people are trying to push those last-minute Oscar movies. Yeah. yeah. It's Oscar season. Or James Bond. Yeah. Or James Bond. <laughs> no, yeah, no. James yeah, Bond always comes out in November. So, uh, some fun bits about this film. It was originally going to star Mel Gibson and be directed by Richard Donner. But they left to go make Maverick in 1994. Who would like Mel Gibson have been in this movie? Kevin Kline's character? Jim West. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, it would have been Jim West. Yeah. What? Some of yeah. the uh, the hmm. Gordon castings was like Clooney, McConaughey, or uh, Johnny Depp. Literally the only reason that Jim West was written as anything other than White Cowboy was because Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Because after Mel Gibson left, they were going to get Tom Cruise. <laughs> but then Mission Impossible came out. Yeah. Cause I don't know if we mentioned it, and I keep forgetting this fact, but wasn't this based off like an old TV show? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And there was a lawsuit. Uh, I don't yeah. know if it was during the making of the movie or after it was over with that uh, the like the one of the writers sued because he claimed that they you know he didn't get any credit for anything. So, so did they like go through the proper channels to like? To make the movie, almost. I'm not sure what happened in the end. It's kind of like vague when you like go to look stuff up. I'm. I'm it sounds like they might have settled. Uh, 
I know that uh, this movie got nominated for a butt ton of Razzies, and the original actor for Jim West actually accepted the Razzies. Whoa! <laughs> like Whoa. his like stance to being like he disapproved of the movie, and apparently Will Smith even like reached out years later and apologized to. <laughs> yeah, no, the original writer sued, and the suit was settled with uh, his family because he died before it was settled, being paid by Warner Brothers between six hundred thousand and one point five million. Damn. That's a yeah. big raise there. Also, yeah. the soundtrack, much more successful than Wild yeah. Wild. Yeah, I would say so. The <laughs> soundtrack went double platinum. Let me, let me out at number four on the U.S. Goddamn right. Silver linings. Let oh. me run down the track list of, Please do. Th- of this soundtrack. We had number one track. We have Wild Wild West uh, by Will Smith featuring Drew Hill and Cool Mo D. Yep. Mm. We have number two, Bailamos. Bailamos! By Enrique Iglesias. We had number three, Confused by Blackstreet. We had number four, Keep It Moving by MC Light featuring Pain. Number five. <laughs> number five, Getting Closer with Tatiana Ali featuring Kel Spencer. Uh, number six, Lucky Day by Trey Knox. Number seven, Bad Guys Always Die by Dr. Dre and Eminem. Kind of want to listen to that. Yeah, that'd be kind of. I don't do too. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, Mailman by Faith Evans. Number nine, I Wanted by Kel Spencer featuring Richie Sambora. Number ten, Hero by Breeze. Oh shit! That was a couple years too early. I know. Brother. Breeze, could you imagine? And they say that a spider can save us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, where, where's Spider the- Man? <gasps> oh. oh my God! <laughs> Kit Bash the giant mechanical super spider with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, number eleven, chocolate form by Neutral. What? Starfish. <laughs> yeah. Number twelve, I Sparkle by Slick Rick. All right. Number thirteen, the best by Guy. 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 <laughs> Dog. Guy. <laughs> Number 14, Eight Minutes to Sunrise by Common featuring Jill Scott. Mm. And last but not least, Number 15, Stick Up by Lil Bow Wow featuring Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> Lil Bow Wow, man? Wow. Damn. Back when he was Lil Bow Wow. Man, so, we like, forgot about Bon Jovi who says you can't go. No, it's a little too early. No oh, Richie nice Sambora's on question. there. Oh, no. Yeah, like there are three songs that sound good. <laughs> do any of those terrible. names like? Do you recognize any of those names? I recognize from, like, a few names. I recognize. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, there's. I mean, a few. Some are, some didn't make it out of the '90s, but some are just like they just put a name. <laughs> However, I'm not wearing their shirt, and don't ask me to name three of their fucking songs. Okay, <laughs> you poser. <laughs> I'm not wearing their shirt. You ass. <laughs> you mean you don't know who Guy is? Come on, Guy, 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 Guy. Bonus Crewman, number six. Man, can we watch that movie too? That'd be great. <laughs> Galaxy Quest, I'm sorry. That's a great movie. That's it a good great. Oh, also, ironically, the movie that Mel Gibson left to film, Maverick, was also based on an old Western TV show. I actually like that movie. Yeah, it wasn't no. bad. It was him and James Garner. Yeah. I uh, actually enjoy that movie. I think who else was in that one? Also, y'all, in case we haven't uh, let this be known, um, we actually have the CD, the but soundtrack, the actual yeah, we, physical the whole CD. Pat is holding the CD. Clasp it mm, for all yeah. the ASMR fans. Oh, there you go. I'm closing opening the CD. <laughs> I still remember what my first CD was. It really? was a soundtrack. Hmm. It was Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. that is kind of a banging soundtrack. Fuck. I, uh, no. I'm, in the, I'm in the same boat, but I got Legit. two. Uh-huh. My first two was uh, 
Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the sound, movie soundtrack. Sure. And Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, that had yeah, Presidents great. of the United States on it and White Zombie. Yeah. That's <laughs> nice. Wow. I think mine were Batman and Robin, like yeah. you said, and the Men in Black soundtrack. That's a good soundtrack. I mean, the Men in Black soundtrack yeah. had to be first because it was 97. I, I remember the first cassettes I, I bought. It was 97. The first cassettes I got were Matchbox 20's first release. Of course. Uh, Chumbawamba. Easy there, Pilgrim. Yeah. Chumbawamba. How dare you? Let's uh, color me shot. Uh, Chumbawamba's uh, Tub Thumping album. Yeah. And also Bare Naked Ladies' Stunt. Hmm. And then the fourth one was Smash Mouth's debut. Mm, delicious. Yeah, so not the one with All Star, the one with Walking on the Sun. Yeah. My first set one was. It's forgotten. Yeah. Uh, my I first could, set one was D two, the D two soundtrack, only because I wanted Queen on, uh, Queen on there. That's fair. I mean, I bought Batman and Robin the CD because I wanted that R Kelly song. Because look, before I knew, okay, <laughs> I was a big fan of R Kelly. Listen, kids already showed his ass. We do we need another ass show in this episode? I'm just saying. Well, I've not yet begun to show my ass. I mean that that's what's when it comes to <laughs> choir filled uplifting soundtrack songs. That horrible, terrible, disgusting piece of shit was really good at writing them. But if you think about it, in hindsight, did he really know what Gotham City was actually no, about? It was wildly incorrect. <laughs> the city of justice, the city of love, a city of peace for every one of us. No, do that we is, all need it? No, we can't live without it. No, like, Gotham the, City. In the DC universe, that's like that's like Tacoma, right? It's not fucking Gotham. Wait, what if it's Tappahannock? It could be Tappahannock. I'm saying it's anywhere that isn't Gotham, Metropolis, and Smallville. Everywhere else is fine in the DC universe. Maybe Keystone's not so great. Yeah. Or Central City. Uh, Coast City was fine before it got blown up, so that doesn't matter. But I'm saying, Never like, forget. Like, like, you go to fucking Montana. There's your city of peace and justice and love. But, but Gotham... Is like the last place outside of apocalypse that you would pick, I, R. Kelly. This makes me think that uh, this makes me realize of how many movie soundtracks I had that the movies were kind of like sh- like bad in theaters, but I still personally like. I had I had the really horrible U.S. Godzilla soundtrack that had <laughs> P. Diddy's "Come With Me" on it. Uh, it also had Green Day. Uh, I had the Daredevil soundtrack. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. hear me out. Best hear me part out. Of that movie. Yeah. Best part of that movie. Um, <laughs> I had the Punisher soundtrack, which was Same. really good. Hell of a good soundtrack. Um, and if you want to hear us talk about 2004's The Punisher with Thomas Jane, go check out that episode of Travolting Development. The movie's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of other ones that I had. I had the Pokemon the movie 2000 soundtrack because hey. of the weird album. Oh, bitch, so do I. I'm saying that's, that's not a, a good bad soundtrack. One. I had the Orange County Deluxe soundtrack just so I could get the extra disc that had a song called I Feel Fine by the Ridlin Kids because I love pop punk and that was the only fucking place you could find that goddamn song. Um, it was hard in those streets. You still can't find it. It's on iTunes or anything. Like, you can't find the fucking song. It's irritating. It's weird. There was a, a random movie that I watched in high school that I had the soundtrack to. Do y'all remember the movie Skate? 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 Yes, it was just called Skate. No, nope. I don't think Okay. <laughs> it had like, the cover was like, just like a yellow, like street sign. And the soundtrack was great. And the movie, I watched the movie so many times. Wait, is 
what you say, the yellow street sign? Yeah. There's a movie called Grind. Grind, that's it. Sign. Thank I you. I watched yeah, I the fucking grind. shit. Okay, sorry. Grind. Are you kidding me? I had oh, that soundtrack, too. <laughs> no, back in high school, most of my friends were skater punks because I went to a Christian school and I was miserable. So <laughs> that, yeah. mo- that movie's what caused me to ha- spend a good bit of time in the backseat of someone's vehicle when they were ordering food doing the chili, 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 chili to try and see if you can get someone to say something else because I thought that was clever. Mm. Now I'm like, no, that was just annoying. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. What other movie soundtracks? That, of course, I had all three Spider-Man soundtracks. Of course. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Right? Right? Uh, right? Yeah. I'm not very proud of my first albums. It's kind of nebulous. Oh, no, I'm curious. Uh, so the one that I would like to claim is the album. was Weezer's album, the first one with Beverly Hills on it. That was that was the one. That's, that's the, the best one. That's the one you. That's the best one. <laughs> okay. Uh, the second one. Uh, it was some random Gretchen Williams, uh, old '90s, late uh, early 2000s country artist. Got one of her mm, albums. Okay. And then is. I'm pretty name? sure I got a Charlie Daniels best of CD from Cracker Barrel or some shit one time. Oh shit! <laughs> and that was. Those were the first three that I could remember. All right. Look. <laughs> Charlie Daniels is pretty solid. He's pretty solid. I'm not mad He's about that. Solid. I'm not mad about that one. And Beverly Hills is still a banger. Look, I had all of Weezer's albums up until God, I don't know if I can remember the last one. Ratitude. I did get that one actually. Yeah, no, I had all of. Them. And I, you know, like, a lot of people didn't like Beverly Hills. You know, they're going to commercial, and it's one of my least favorite songs on that CD. There's a lot of good shit on that CD. I was in fifth grade. I just liked it. I know you're a child. <laughs> I was about to say, that was your first album, but you're in fifth grade. That makes sense now. Jesus, I feel like a fucking well, grandpa. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't. I was s- only a few years older than that. Yeah. What I'm, year was that? Uh, that was I, like 2005, 2006. I, I was say. a senior in high school. When yeah. I was in fifth grade, the album that everybody at our school went totally nuts over and like this one kid who thought he was hot shit fuck you Todd seriously thought he was hot (laughs) shit fuck you Todd he showed up with the third eye blind album that had jumper on it and they were they were sitting around the table while we were waiting to go to class reading the lyrics like oh my god I can't believe these lyrics are on there and I'm like they're on the fucking radio it's right he's got the CD so fucking what (laughs) fuck you Todd god damn you you piece of shit (laughs) Get it. Todd, why did you Todd, do this? You Todd, to this? you're a piece of shit. Why have Todd, you forsaken hope, me, Todd? Hope you step in water with socks on. Todd. <laughs> yeah. Fate worse than death. I mean, am I right? <laughs> Jesus. Look, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of Todd. All right. <laughs> couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. Clearly, you your name is Todd, you're listening to this, and, and you're not the Todd he's talking about, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't mean any of this. I love you. <laughs> We're going to find out he's just going to have him trapped in a room with the song Jumper stuck on loop. <laughs> Eyes just wired open. Every time. Like fucking a clockwork yeah. orange. <laughs> like, like, I'm an idiot sandwich. Like, Shim, what's, what's behind that door there? Nothing? Nothing at all. I hear, I hear, is that Jumper? No, that's not. That's fine. Wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. I would understand. So basically, go get the Wild Wild West soundtrack <laughs> for like the three songs that are good. That's what we're saying. If you have a local second in Charles, you can probably get it for like three bucks. Hey. Probably. Because <laughs> that's what we also, did. Uh, 
Music streaming exists. We, so. we bought the soundtrack months ago. Hey, we believe in physical media in this house, goddammit. Well, I'm aware. Hashtag I'm physical aware. media forever, bitches. Yeah, WB can't take this from us, goddammit. I don't have a single... Well, I'll take that back. Aside from Xboxes, I don't have a single way to play videos in my house. Huh. I mean, I'm, I, a, I'm a digital man. I mean, the that's the only way we have to. We watch discs on consoles. I mean, you've got of, Xbox. That's the how TV and movies. We don't have players just for that. Are you shitting me? I don't have any. Our like, players have to do okay, other all right, things. All right, let me rephrase. I don't own a Blu-ray. Look, I, I. Like They're I cool. Said, you should, you should get. I, <laughs> I have this movie on Amazon. I do. Because I don't always want to take my DVD copy around with me. Oh yeah, you gotta keep it safe. You mean you don't have a car CD binder you can just whip it out whenever, just like going to your pal's house? No, I have a six foot tall spinning rack of DVDs and nice. Blu-rays. You know, what? I think you should tote that around your back, like you're some kind of like Benkei the monk. I would prefer not to. It's very heavy. Well, I'm not. Always. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just giving you, you a great bit and just spit in my mouth. <laughs> I've not always eschewed physical media. I used to sell bootleg DVDs in high school for a while, actually. I did too. Yeah. I sold porn. Uh, yeah, we I didn't. Know. All right. Um, <laughs> remember that I feel like that's a little bit more lucrative, especially. Oh, yeah, school. no. Me and, me and my buddy Bo made a shitload of money. Damn. Yeah. All right. I was in the wrong Man, business. And here I thought I was and like. Then, and then JD's mom. Well, remember, this was long before like the internet was the Fucking internet. Fucking snitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so me and Bo, like, we, we were good at computers, which is why we got away, because that was before everybody was good at computers. So by the time you were selling DVDs, it wouldn't have been as good. I was knee-high or grasshopper when you were selling computers. porn. Knee-high You baby, you're not good at computers because you was a baby. How long did yeah. it take you to download it on your 48-bit connection, you grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I started downloading when I went to bed, and it was done when I woke up. And that's how you do it. All 16 the, pixels. You just had to really use your imagination. And I put the DVD, uh, <laughs> the DVD-R into the external DVD burner. Wow. To burn it as a dis- an information wow. disc. There you go. Oh, man. I, <laughs> man, people were so smart back then. <laughs> and, and here I thought I was doing good when I was like in like sixth or seventh grade running a racket of running a Tamagotchi uh, daycare service where people, I would charge people $5 and they would give me their Tamagotchi just throw it in my backpack. You're fucking with me. Oh, that's No, sad. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> they, would get their, they would get it back and the thing had like shit everywhere and they're like, what are you doing? Like, this isn't taken care of. Like, I didn't say it. It's take like care you of threw it in the backpack. Yeah, exactly. I'm taking care of it. It's like you pay me $5 to hold the bitch. You want me to take care of it? It's sad, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here with my... Ask for 15. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here with my, like, Digimon, like, battling motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, we got to make Tamagotchis fight. They it's make like, the it, Wild Wild West Tamagotchi with the fucking spider. Yeah, exactly. You got to give it oil. That's the, the only one you can catch. See, 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 that's where they fucked up. They, they, didn't, they didn't have fun little gadgets like that. They have, like, you know, it's a little, like, cast iron... Tamagotchi with like rivets in it with a little smokestack <laughs> and then like you press it and then just like hear the gears clacking and turning. You say that and somebody who's really into steampunk has done that somewhere. I think there should have been a fighting game based on this movie just like they did with the Street Fighter. You remember Street Fighter the game, the movie, the game, the, game, the movie, the game? No, the game? no, no. It's like the, 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 the fighting game people here are, are uh, beside themselves. Oh, man. Although I will say, getting back to the, the movie the first time in like half an hour. Uh, <laughs> we watched did, the movie. Well, I, I think, think it was funny was that like there's a point. pretty colorful cast of characters. Like, you know, like, oh, there's the dude with blade for arms and then like. The horny Confederate general has all these beautiful women and and bossets. And, what I mean, and you're like, doing you're doing Wild West like James Bond. You gotta have, have a femme fatale. They had uh, Lippin Reader. 
who could read lips. Yeah, she was. Uncanny accuracy. Well, you, you noticed each of those names was that description. Because, like, Munitia that, was the one that fired things. That name killed me. Ebonia was what he called Will Smith. Will Smith. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Lip and Reader was the one who could read lips. Yeah. Uh, East was the Asian woman, played by Bai Ling. Yeah. Who, who get, like, an opening credit moment? She's out of the movie in like 20 minutes she shows back up uh, during the 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 like well, singing the, scene when the lincoln head goes yeah but yeah. then they had the whole room. oh i forgot about the lincoln head exploding <laughs> like Me goddamn too. scanner then he and kenneth bob just pokes his jolly ass out i the, just hate that song the, the worst <laughs> part is, is he's sitting in egg. a He's sitting in a booth, the the Lincoln head is, and I was just like, oh, God damn it, it's Lincoln assassination. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Louis. Ooh. <laughs> there right. was, and what about the uh, Will Smith getting dropped from by 45 feet and surviving and he, not dying? He had on chain mail, it's fine. <laughs> but but Munisha, she's dead. Like, yeah. she's she just dead. She didn't mail. have the chain she's mail. She's dead. Yeah. No impermeable? It's that no unlimited life. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. What happened to all of the leaders of the nations on the fucking spider that they just never talked about again? Well, I don't like, we're talking about active open acts of war against the United States. No, and they were just like, out. oh, that's chill. They didn't They didn't get on the spider when they when Will Smith showed up as a, as a dancer. They were in the, the his, like, under, in his, like, steampunk city? castle in the crater. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. they were on the spider mm-hmm. at that point. No, no, they were in the city at that point. Oh. And then they all just bailed. Oh, that makes a little bit more sense. Yes. Not that there's a whole lot of logic and reason. Now, the question this, is, where did all the population of this giant city dedicated to overthrowing America get to? Argentina. Well, I mean, they were in Utah. They went to Mexico. Well, so, someone, wait. Called that, someone called that America's <laughs> wait. Argentina. They became Mormons. Uh, I mean, yeah, they, they just got real, all American they, parallels here. Happy Columbus Day, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it won't be Columbus Day when this airs, but. <laughs> yeah, we, we watched, you know, a, a, a questionable, <laughs> questionable content right. on Indigenous Peoples Day. Like, well, one of Lovell's minions was an Native American. I mean, honestly, I, I don't know. I, they, at least they acknowledged the fact that it was fucked that they sold Manhattan for beads. Like, that was somewhat progressive-ish. Yeah. I'll give them that. <laughs> I, but then you remember that the only thing that they were getting in that whole deal where, like, all of the country is carved up is all they got is Manhattan. Yeah. Oh, uh, I guess that's... Yeah, Great Britain got the still. colonies back except yeah. for Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. And, and then, and then uh, Mexico got Texas and Utah and Arizona, that whole bottom half of the... Western side and of the Spain country. Spain got Florida and Alabama yeah. and Mississippi. Yeah. Everything underneath Great Britain stuff. And the Fountain of Youth. The, the Fountain French, of Youth. The French got Louisiana, everything going up through the Mississippi. And then Loveless got everything else. Yeah. Oh, like the Pacific and Northwest. And the Native Americans got less. Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. Just Manhattan. Some, some, somebody got the short end of that deal. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You mean to tell me that a Confederate <laughs> general who's uh, enamored with spiders was being a little unscrupulous with his division of a reclaimed America. Look, I don't want to cast aspersions on Dr. Arliss Loveless. I'm sure he's very fine people. You mean he doesn't love it? <laughs> the news reports were wrong! Damn. Damn. Yeah. A lot of... Oh, yeah, they're putting their guns Oh, down. the finger guns are back, buddy uh, boy. Sorry. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, yeah. no, it's a good thing he's wearing his uh, chain mail. Yeah, I'm wearing impermeables. <laughs> but uh, it only works against one bullet. Right. right. Now it makes me think and that. 40 foot fall. That joke where he stands up and he's like, 
just shoot me in my heart. Like, shoot him in the head. God, yeah, that was, oh, that damn was it. funny. Right. Who oh, had what was the, the uh, Burger King uh, glasses that you can get at the time? I was never able to get They were sold out when I wanted the glasses. Oh, man. I was able to get Artemis and Will Smith's version oh, of the glasses. No. Even Fancy. though I don't even think you saw them. Well, you saw Will Smith wear his. I don't think you saw Artemis wear his in the movie. He's I don't remember, all, really. He just had the yeah. goggles when he was on, like, the fire-powered yeah. bicycle. Like, Avanti. Yeah. And, like, the only difference is, like, uh, Will Smith's were, like, um, black and gray, and Artemis, had, it was, like, like almost like a khaki-colored. <laughs> but it also had, like, the nose bridge. Like the actual, like that held it in place. The other glasses didn't for some reason. That's oh, weird. Okay. Maybe because it's like, ooh, he's a man of science. He would have been like, my glasses have to stay put on my face. <laughs> I, you know what? I, part of me thinks maybe that I had these or someone I knew had these. Yeah, they came in that case too. I remember that shit. Mm-hmm. This was, this you get was a fucking Happy Meal, you got some spiffy shit. Before shades. my time. Oh, now, see, I thought you meant they had like the Batman like glasses, like. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, like, no. actual. <laughs> I mean, I will say, like, I'm, I'm back on the production. Like, everybody was dressed pretty snazzy. Like, oh, yeah. Smith especially. <coughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the costuming was A+. Plus. Like, this was a really, really well-made, terribly unprofitable film. You know what? I, I'm glad they just went whole hog for this fucking movie. You can't half-ass it. Yeah. yeah. No, you got a whole asset. Yeah. You got a whole asset. You got to be hanging out of a pair of pajamas. Salma Hayek's whole asset. Yeah. Yeah. Well, half of her up, upper asset. <laughs> yeah. Breath of fresh yeah, ass. Breath, breath of fresh ass. ass. <laughs> that line's still hey, good. everybody, oh, just calm down. Let's get some shut this, ass, okay? This movie <laughs> was oddly horny when it didn't really need to be. Uh, to be fair, you have 1999 Salma Hayek as the lead female character. You're going to rewrite your script. Well, I mean, not necessarily that, but like Will Smith over there, like tapping on that lady's boobies, and he had that like banger of a line: "Don't tap on a white lady's boobies at a redneck party," yeah. which I think is a great advice for all of us, even <laughs> to this day. And, and then when uh, <laughs> the, the, they they pulled up the train switcheroo, and then like Manisha's like ready to fire, and, and like Diana Bottles like. Five inches away from her ass is like, oh, go right uh, ahead, darling. Oh, no, so, uh, I have them in my sights. And he's like, or, as do I. As or do how I. about, as like, do I. <laughs> Loveless is about to do a public execution and stops oh. dead <laughs> just to, like, Dude, hornily gawk <laughs> to, like, at uh, Will Smith and drag. Just this random That's, dancer just walks in and starts like making noises and he's like, let me just entertain this. And, yeah. And, and, like Will Smith is like, like, like making bird noises or some like, shit. Like literally like a Bugs Bunny dress as like a, yes. a cocktail waitress, like level of gag. That's exactly really what I was saying. Like, this a lot is, of Looney Tunes shit, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Straight I mean, it was a, like a feature length Looney Tunes bit. <laughs> There's a lot of just like, oh, here's our heroes like dressing as like a woman and just like to get like their little tricks in. Because like Kevin Klein's character is like, just like. That's how he's introduced. Prostitute. That's how we meet him. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the jumping back and forth between those two is like yeah, it kind of sets up these characters. But also, it's like another like weird. Decision. I kind of feel like you should have done one than the other. But hey, I'm sure that's the least weird decision they made on this film. <laughs> oh, was someone brought it up when we first started? Like the movie jumps in. You jump into this movie with someone being decapitated. Yeah, yeah. By yeah. giant spider blades. Yep. It was a saw blade that was basically in. Flying saucer that was wow. chopper. Yeah, it was, it was how yeah. it's how Goku beats Frieza. It's you know. Did this movie inspire like Cold's logo? I, you know, that's a great point. I just thought, the <laughs> band Cold. I have that album. Oh, oh lord! They love spiders. <laughs> they love some spiders. 
<laughs> That's funny because you were talking about the big ring of like CDs. Allison That's found mine the other day when we like when, when we were doing our move. She found my big like binder of just all, all the CDs I had growing up and that cold albums in there. And she was like, oh my God, I remember this and immediately had to go find it on YouTube. And then she started researching some of the bands. I was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, there's reasons why I don't listen to some of this stuff anymore. And <laughs> like, I am not going to gloss over one of the best fucking scenes in the movie when Bloodbath McGrath gets his and then this little dog runs up and they do the fucking RCA bit mm-hmm. in the fucking movie. I was just like, I was like, I'm like oh. just like a visual gag that like <laughs> they popped my old ass. I'll tell you. I'm like, it's like if you're not of a certain age, you'd just be like, what was this non sequitur? Oh yeah, all the kids these days will not get that joke whatsoever. Well, I'm excited for another like five years. You're a child. I, I, I am 28 <laughs> years old. The Air Gordon joke is going to go over a bunch of heads. Uh, oh yeah, Air Gordon. Because Artemis Gordon creates a flying machine and he names all his shit really ridiculous, sciencey shit. And so Will Smith is like, what are you going to call him? And he's like, oh, I think it's something simple. Air Gordon. <laughs> yeah. No, it's an Air Jordan joke. Wah, 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 wah. Wah, wah, West. Wild West. <laughs> West, indeed. <laughs> the whole, like, uh, when he's talking about uh, how science could probably give him a hard uh, pumping member again, while, like, this big contraption <laughs> is just, like, basically, like, getting an erection on screen. Yeah, like, this another side gag. Here's a just giant mechanical penis that shoots blades. Yeah. Then the whole scene where it's like, now you touch my breast, now see, that's what a breast is supposed to feel like. Now touch yours. See, that's way too hard. Now I'm very hard. And now it's just like, this, this weird protracted kind of like a gay joke in the middle of yeah. that. It was just weird man it was weird you first meet like will smith's character and he's like in a water tower tub with a woman but also like there's like a bed and like a table and like a, it's like it seems like a pool but turns out it was yeah, a town's water go. supply <laughs> and they're just and then the whole sex in that that's how cabin fever started there's a whole lot of booze <laughs> oh, at the beginning pretty of the sure movie, for sure the zombie movie yeah well not a zombie movie, well but the flesh eating yeah yeah <laughs> that movie bothered me I didn't like that movie. Yeah. Dad's not a fan. Yeah, even though Roth kind of sucks. Yeah, he kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, I think this has been a fun discussion. Do we have more we want to say, or we we think we're going to wrap it up? I think I'm good. Okay. Well, we thank you all for joining us, and we hope you've enjoyed it. Now we're going to do our plugs, and then you get to go listen to the Wild Wild West soundtrack, because it's Mm -hmm. great. So uh, <laughs> we'll put a link to, to the Spotify page <laughs> in the description of this episode. Yeah. <coughs> so Ken, do you want the people to find you on the internet? No. Okay. Well, join us. Uh, join Ken when he comes back for the. He just started yeah, a Twitter. He just started a Twitter. I've had a Twitter. I just don't use it. Yeah. I follow him there. Instagram. Uh, pretty At much the Ken Logan. The Ken you Logan. can probably find me on most social media. Yeah. Uh, but don't expect me to post shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's purely just to throw off the uh, throw off the scent of any uh, ne'er do wells. Following an empty cavern. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey. <laughs> it's symbolic. <laughs> it means a lot to me. He just wants to lurk. That's all. Oh, I'm lurking. Nothing wrong with being a lurker. <laughs> Jojo. I'm Jojo. You can follow me on Twitter at J-O-N-I-O-B-Y-24 and John Owenson 12 on Lairbox. Can't. I've uh, been that kind of guy. You can follow me at that kind of guy on Twitter, Instagram, Goodreads, TikTok, and one other thing, I think. 
Uh, only fans. Yes, there. I'm starting one. <laughs> only can. Uh, only only can. <laughs> it's a beer review service. Jeremy? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Tunes Cosmic Reality. Currently, I'm doing my little ghosties for the month uh, because it's spooky season. And then I have twitch.tv slash backwards hero, where currently I'm doing Halloween, where I'm playing Hollow Knight Steel Soul, where I've already died twice and I've got to start the game over again. Uh, and then on Tuesdays, I play with my friend Six Hill. We play some Rumbleverse because we're trying to get those tag team victories. Cool. There's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yes. Well, there is a, uh, a bountiful uh, plugs for my portion of the show because there's a bountiful new content coming to AYCH Podcast Network. Mm. You see, we've launched two additional channels uh, for your listening pleasure. The first of all being we have AYCH Extra, which is a new channel with, with brand new uh, content on there, which definitely be uh, more focused on, on certain uh, avenues. One being uh, a show that I host with JoJo and AYH newcomer Ash with Cinema Grimoire, which was exploring classic goth cinema, basically movies from the 80s and 90s and basically any movie that falls into like the goth aesthetic. We have uh, Backlog Boys, which also be on there. It's a, it's a video game-centered show hosted by Colt. Uh, Winslow and Tanner and lastly there will be a wrestling podcast on that same channel that will be appearing at a later date and the second channel is the Ultraman Files a, a show hosted by me uh, dedicated to one of my favorite things Sekusatsu and one of the most uh, famous characters in that genre and that being Ultraman and also if you listen to this episode that comes out we just released episode 284 which is our review of Marvel's Halloween special Werewolf by Night go check that out Lastly, you can follow me, Patrick, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. John lost his name. Cool. And I've been Captain Chimmy. You can find me at Captain Chimmy's Kind of Art, Captain Chimmy's All Music, Captain Chimmy's a Toy Box. Uh, I'm on Letterboxd. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. It's fine. Fuck Letterboxd. That was the other one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, sorry. That's the one. Did you get banned? No, I just forgot it. Yeah. Oh. No. I thought you meant fuck Letterboxd. No, no. no I, he, I, I love it. a comma. Oh. I love yeah. Letterboxd. It's fun. Yeah. He forgot to say it during his plugs. Yeah. I Fuck comma letterbox. I make mistakes. Fuck comma letterbox. He shoots and leaves. You. And join us next week for a special episode with our friend Eric, a guest uh, coming on the show uh, who we have bitched about several times. He listens to every episode, so I know you'll hear it when I say this. We're still not reviewing Raising Arizona ever again. And we will see you next week. Now, uh, hold, hold on. I did want to okay. say, since this was on the wheel, mm -hmm. uh, I didn't even get to spin the wheel again. Yes. And oh. so, Ken. Or Ken. <laughs> Whoever wants to spin it, spin the fucking wheel. It's going to be a good time. Just send it. Let me pull up the list. Oh, <laughs> she's spinning. She's still spinning. That was a good spin. That's it's a, a real good spin. spin. Yeah. Oh, we have two. Jeremy's choice. Oh, yes! Oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Sorry. For the next Uncaged episode, we will be watching and reviewing a film of Jeremy's choice. I'm concerned. I'm terrified. <laughs> it should Traveling. be fun. Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. Nothing gross. Everything's gross. gross. Maybe a little <laughs> gross. gross. Maybe a little gross. Nasty. Just a little bit? No. A little gross is fine. Just, just as a treat. Just a treat. horizon it is. Look, no, I'm just kidding. It's your choice. <laughs> we don't need eyes where we're going. <laughs> So yes, join us for that. Next week we'll uh, we'll be uh, having that show with Eric. Should be a good time. We were discussing the Wicker Man. 
Mm. Week after that is our spooktacular, where we are all going to pick a, a spooky movie, put it on Twitter as a poll, and let you bastard sons of bitches decide what we watch. Don't forget to put the tracking algorithm in that tweet so we can find out who they are. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that, yeah, that thing. <laughs> when we see all. That thing. I'm sure it's going to be there. Following a week after that, come back for Emilio, Ken, and the Cage crew for the impression game. You know, the one we should have done two weeks ago, but stuff happened. People people were sick and hurt and tired. So I yeah, had COVID. Life happens Maybe. sometimes. Yeah. So Definitely wasn't even finger pointed at that one. No, not at all. No, <laughs> no one's pointing, pointing fingers at me. No, no one's. We're pointing all pointing finger guns at Shim. No, to, I mean you did the responsible thing. You said I have a slight fever. I tested negative. What do you think? And I said you stay your ass at home. And I did. And then Emilio <laughs> hurt. <laughs> I did. And I did. And then Emilio hurt his back. So then we were all very tired. Anyway, so you know, we're just gonna call it. It was fine. Bang. Bang. Ah, oh, good shot. <laughs> So yeah, join us for that, and then uh, after the impression game, we don't know. We haven't scheduled that far. It's, it's, it's the wild, wild west out there. Wild, <laughs> we'll, wild. we'll come up with something fun, and wild. we'll see you then. So uh, yeah, everybody, have a good night, have a good day, and uh, stay wild. Bye, y'all. Stay Bye. wild, fellas.